The following program may contain content not suitable for all audiences. Welcome to Metagamers Anonymous, a program dedicated to tabletop radio. Tabletop radio? What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> tabletop role playing games? Reindeer games? I don't know where I was going. Um, I thought you were going to say tabletop radio. Radio, tabletop radio, That because that makes a lot of sense. It's just been on my mind. It's all been on my mind. Uh, something about Medi- uh, prismatic tsunami. Yeah, I nailed it. Uh, my name is Eric. First try. My name's Rich. I'm Vanessa. <laughs> and we're it today. We're it. We're, we're, we're uh, hanging out and taking this opportunity to do a thing that we barely remember how to do because of all the um, delays, reschedules, subsequent delays, and then I moved. Uh, the more delays. Some of the previous delays were holiday related. And then, um, yeah. Shit. <laughs> it's just, it's, just it's, it's been a fuckload, guys. Um, Everything. All at once. Yeah. I mean, we've barely gotten to do our gaming. Some of our gaming. We were supposed to do gaming right now. We, you know, everything just is up in the air. Right? It's all in flux. Um, but we do, you know, want to eventually occasionally talk to people. And, and worse yet is like every week I'll get like, um, a ratings email and stuff. And I'll, I'll see that we've had, if we, we got new listeners. I'm like, who's discovering the show that I haven't recorded in two months? So, uh, yeah, we probably better do that. It's a thing. Uh, thank you. Thank you for joining us. This is episode number 295, Metagamers Anonymous. And uh, we're going to um, just jabber a little bit, probably talk about some more recent gaming stuff. And uh, uh, I'll call the episode the, um, no, try not to be plotty. Um, I don't know, uh, the the non-plotty episode. Uh, it's, a, it's a word Rich found. Don't blame me. Uh, <laughs> I was using the 16th century version. Thank and you. That's very appropriate. We, <laughs> we, we play many centuries here. Uh yeah, how you guys doing? I mean, I mean, I, I see you a couple times a week still, even though we don't live. I, I live closer, but still not the same down. Um, you you can closer? answer. Sorry. I, I, it's like, <laughs> how you guys doing? I'm going to keep talking. Uh, no, I mean, there's an implied question there. I mean, it's like, mm, it's, yeah, I mean, concerned. it's tax season. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good point. How you doing? We're I'm, still surviving. <laughs> we we kicked into long days, so I will now easily work ridiculous number of hours in a day and oh six days a week. I feel for you. So many, so so many uh, years of dealing with this shit from the outside. I get it. I get time off, and I'm like, okay, I need to focus on either writing up stats for the game system I'm using, or writing up content for the game I'm going to be running with the system. And I sit down at the computer, and I'm like, mm, maybe later. This <laughs> is like I spend a lot of time sitting right here <laughs> doing things on this machine. I am fucking done. <laughs> Hashtag fucking done. Um, I uh, spend my spare time trying to figure out my taxes. So <laughs> what can you say? Uh, so I was actually doing this evening before we got all things kind of started to try to start is trying to figure out because uh, I moved right in January, uh, right at the end of January. So, of course, we were still waiting on on things to come in the mail to do our tax stuff with. And that meant having to wait for them to come to a forwarded address. Which, um, you're lucky if they get forwarded, you know, a lot of that stuff. And so, yeah, I think we've got everything now as of yesterday. <laughs> everything oh, else yeah. Like a month later. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. You moved from one of the finest states to do taxes in, trust me. Oh my gosh. Well, we'll see. I've, I've, done, I've done taxes in Colorado once, you know, last year. So, uh, and there we were, we were part year residents. This year we spent the entire year in Colorado. So I'll see how that goes. But we're living back in Kansas now. So it's okay. It's all, it's all fine. The only thing I got to worry about right now is the business because that's due first, right? I mean, I've got like three weeks or something, two weeks. 
two weeks and some change to get yeah. that done. And that's shitty. That's a lot. I'm bringing myself down. Um, let's talk about something else. Let's <laughs> talk about gaming. On another so, note. <laughs> interesting place we stopped this particular game. I think um, this is the is this the second or third cancellation we've had on this game in a row. Yeah. Something like and that, yeah. We left the session, the prior session, in the middle of a battle, which you never really want to do. But yeah, to be well. fair, it was a big fight. There's a lot going on. And uh, we don't have long sessions with this group because it's a weeknight group, you know, so it's it's an online thing. We get together. Usually we get like two, two and a half hours of gaming in and, uh, you know, fuck off for the night. But this was a particularly bad place to have to stop because the reason it seemed like the most natural place to pause was because the dragon in the next room just got pissed off enough to come to your room. So this is literally a case where the PCs and some NPCs had been vying for a particular treasure had the item had been located in a dragon's horde they had liberated it from the dragon's horde and then all found themselves in the same place together with the dragon pretty close by the pcs and the npcs are not friends so this it resulted in a little bit of a kerfluffle uh which started doing some serious damage to things like hit points and now the dragon's on the way here. You guys got a couple rounds till she shows up. So everybody's hurt. Everybody's tired. Everybody's getting ready to die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, I haven't had a TPK in a very, 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 very long time. Um, and, and I'm very proud of that fact because in my modern gaming career, there's just no point in them. There's no, in my opinion, my estimation, that's not a fun thing. I mean, it could be if it was really epic. And everybody's really into the epicness of it, I guess. You know, whatever. I I, I guess. But I mean, I, by and large, it's not it's not a goal. <laughs> and it's not a great way to end a campaign that you guys have been booking on for so long. Yeah, because because uh, you guys are like ninth level, I think. I mean, on the plus side, we know that we're wrapping it up. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you only had a couple more sessions left anyway. That's not the best time to die. You don't want everybody to die two sessions before the end of the campaign. I mean, that's so anticlimactic. If you're going to do that, at least wait till the very last session of the campaign. Which I guess technically it is the very last session of the campaign if you don't make it. Yeah. So that was actually kind of a silly thing to say. Just a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I'm starting to feel like maybe certain parties just don't want to go through with this fight because we keep getting the game canceled. <laughs> Certainly <laughs> seems like that, yeah. we just cancel in perpetuity, it, it'll just never happen and we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> It was so epic. It's great. No. Big battle happening. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm ready to move on to something else. Uh, so as, as far as I know, the goal is uh, to wrap this up because um, I've been running. Uh, it's it's actually a first edition adventure I converted for 5e. Uh, Desert of Desolation classic. And uh, that that has been the, the last, the latter part of this campaign. And you guys have been through a lot. It's been a lot of sessions in the desert. It's been a fun, I think, a fun adventure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Glad we did this. And uh, I, I really enjoyed it with you guys, and I, I'd, I'd like to see you guys kind of land on top here. I don't, I don't particularly want to go out this way, but uh, circumstances being what they are, you kind of put yourselves in the pickling kettle, yeah. and um, it's kind of my job to enable you, empower you to do what it is you're going to do in the game world. So, eh, funny how that works. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, well, fun. it's fun. I have a pair of ruby slippers I plan on putting on, get back in there, and tapping my heels together and seeing what happens. Good idea. <laughs> anything you can come up with is good uh, 
I was tr- I was sitting there trying to brainstorm. It's like I wonder. So how do I? And as the GM, I don't I I don't want to provide a bunch of ideas to the players on how to handle the situation, right? I mean, that really is not my role. But yeah. gosh, I'm sitting there trying to you know just kind of brainstorm ideas. If I was the PCs in this situation, what options do I have? Right? Yeah. Let's not look at this in black and white because uh, purely by the numbers, the odds are not in your favor, my friends, and you know that. Oh, yeah. Because you guys aren't at full strength. You know, when, so when you're not at full fighting weight and you've got enemies to boot, I mean, what? I don't know. I don't, I don't My know. My character has no big spell slots left and we're about to go against the dragon. I, I, don't, I don't know <laughs> what you're going to do. And um, she's a, a third of her hit points. It'll be interesting. It should probably all be up to Rich and Nera because um, they're kind of the, the deciders. The I mean, I am the yeah. one that talked the dragon into leaving the room in the first place so that she could come back. Yeah, there's that. See, for example, you bought you bought time. Time to get beat up by the other guys. On the other hand, I mean, you did a lot of beating in turn. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you did a little bit of damage to her. She took like 20 points of damage or something. I'm sure she yeah. has plenty more of where that came from. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Just a tad. <laughs> She's a piece of work. Yeah. She's part troll. Which, what the hell, Eric? What the which, hell, Eric? <laughs> when she was first introduced in this game, you guys were capable of handling her. The, I mean, she was a decent challenge, a good challenge for your party, a very climactic challenge, a boss fight, if you will, which you didn't even have to do, right? You guys actually avoided it the first time. Yeah. Kind of circumstantial. But yeah, that is uh, is what it is. Um, it'll be fine. It'll be fun. Whatever happens, I'm sure it'll be fun. We're going to do some Starfinder, I think, after this. Um, oh, that's yeah. the plan we were talking about. I, I got to check in with uh, Brian, who's going to run the game for us, and uh, see if he's still on board and everything, but I'm betting he will be. I think yeah. the biggest problem he runs into is he keeps waffling about what he wants to do, and I'm not sure if Starfinder passion has started to wane yet in well, let like him the three know or four months since he brought good. it up. Yeah, let him know we're pretty good at getting together like once or twice a month. <laughs> for our weekly game sessions um for our weekly sessions so about as much luck on our weekend game sessions because uh well actually right now because taxis yeah more often yeah. than not we kind of kind of do okay on for game night rude <laughs> another big fight going on there you guys uh last two sessions on that game was just a big battle so we've been doing a lot of battle royale kind of bullshit right now um, yeah, I mean, it isn't a bad thing. No, it was fun. Uh, that was very different, though. I mean, we're talking like a battle with like small armies and shit. Yeah. You guys had like units of troops that you're commanding on the field and, and stuff like that. Uh, and it's, I think it's been fun. I'm not sure I'm not sure if, it, if I handled it the best way. That, that game is Savage Worlds. I wasn't using the Savage Worlds Mass Combat System or anything because it wasn't quite that big a battle. But... Uh, I turned this the you know units into you know creature groups like a swarm style group you know and um, tried to figure out where I had to kind of match the differences and, and make it viable. The PCs uh, have were pretty good at uh, you know poking holes in enemy defenses and that was a that's a pretty good game. That I mean that pretty good battle. It's uh, two sessions. There was like first wave, second wave kind of thing going on. Uh, the previous session to that, you guys took out their like siege engines during the night. Um, it's been fun. I'm kind of glad it's over because it's a lot. You know, and it feels like a kind of a story milestone there, just kind of getting past that. 100% agree. But uh, now you get to do some courtly kind of, um, like, there's a tournament, you know, like like a festival and some feasting. And, and uh, feasting and festival, those sound like they're related words. And, uh, uh, like, jousting and, you know, games of strength and skill and all that junk. All that fun stuff. Lots of chance to role play, possibly some intrigue. Um, bad decision making. It's it's all up to you. <laughs> drinking, lots of drinking, possibly. But that's a that's a it's a good group. But it's it's one of those that are, 
I never quite know what direction you guys are going to jump. Um, it's an unusual group of characters with a, a lot of their own kind of ideas. Yeah, I uh, and it's a little sandboxy. Yeah, it is. I do use my uh, random action generator to decide what I'm going to next, so that kind of helps keep that the would explain it magic yeah. in the uh, in the story. Is that why I keep hearing that ticking wheel that sounds like Wheel of Fortune going on in the background? Yes. I'm going to say hi. Yes, that is it. That is it. I'm going to walk up and shake their hands. Okay, I told you they were already firing their arrows at you. I'm like, yes, <laughs> but I have a really high movement speed. Yeah, you do. And then there was Galt. Hey, we've got this plan. Goes in, does something oh completely god. different. Oh my god, that was so incredible. We talked. And remarkably effective. For 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Made a perfect plan. <laughs> we made sure everybody was on board. Galt's like, yeah, sure. He gets up on the roof and does exactly what we didn't want to do. Yeah, that was awesome. Brian felt like a shit heel over it too. You could tell. <laughs> it's like, huh? Was I? Did I? Did I sleep through part of that? I'm so sorry. <laughs> through all of it, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, but that happens. I mean, that's the thing. People, the best. I mean, not not all Leroy Jenkins and shit, but you know, the best plans never survive contact with the enemy. Yeah, uh, or almost never. It's just uh, an ad- ad- adaptation, I guess. Adjustment. Uh, we, part of we working survived. It's fine. I, I do, however, love the whole let's talk about it for 45 minutes beforehand and then execution. When, by now, any gaming group should know <laughs> whether or not that's really going to work with your party. Yeah. Is it viable? Um, I think... I think that game has got a lot of potential. The characters are fun. Uh, the story's interesting. I know a lot of the story already because it's, um, you know, the, the basic adventure framework is the one I've run before. I've been doing a lot of adjusting, adding some of my own material, and doing a lot of uh, adaptation for the game system because it's yeah. for D&D and we're running into Savage Worlds. I'm seeing a lot of good plot threads, both in our character plot threads and the main plot threads. I think we can easily get a good 22-episode series out of this. Um, and maybe get extended for a second season. Yeah. Well, what? Best of luck. <laughs> yeah. We still need to write the bubble episode. Oh, wait, we did the bubble episode. That was on the ship, wasn't it? With the uh, stage um, play. Bubble? We were literally in a bubble. Uh, yeah, very, very bubbly. A bubble episode um, tends to be an emotional episode where you trap people in a location, so you're just focusing on them, and you have a discussion in the heart-to-heart, something changes, and then a storyline can develop later on in the series. You don't need to know that. Not to be confused with the bottle episode, which generally has nothing happen, but is otherwise very similar. That might be what I'm um, thinking. And, often in, and is often a clip show. I'm not a writer. I'm not a writer. Yeah, well, I don't, who wants clip shows? You can't do clip shows in, in gaming very well. <laughs> you remember that time we did that thing and then we then we role played the thing we did three weeks ago? You've done clip shows. Hey now. You've given us all characters and told us we're going back and we're doing this little scene from the past. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know you have. <laughs> it was glorious. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> <It was> glorious. <laughs> I guess I should probably mention Sonomicon. I mean, we have dates. Seems like a good idea. We've got uh, an event this year. It's it's all in the planning, and the planning has moved it a little bit. Uh, we couldn't get uh, a deal with a venue that we liked for our usual dates because, for whatever reason, when I started Sonomicon in 2014, the fall was not a busy time. It seemed like a really good time to run our convention because we weren't competing for a lot of booking. For some reason, we had this kind of switcheroo in the post-pandemic world where October is where everybody books first. Now, 
So the last couple of years, I've had to fight to get a date in and, and really shop. Uh, so this year, I just I went to the hotel I wanted to work with and said, can you get me something before the end of the year that isn't on a holiday weekend? And let me know what that looks like. And we'll talk between the 15th of October <laughs> and Christmas, <laughs> but not Thanksgiving weekend, not the week before Christmas, you know, not even Halloween if we can avoid it, because I always try to avoid the Halloween weekend. And I ended up with December. Uh, very first weekend of December, which uh, I, I'm still not entirely sure how I feel about it. It's 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 a choice. You know, it's going to be uh, December 6th through 8th this year. We've never done it this late. We originally started the convention in November, and we've, we've done mostly October dates since its inception. But this is our 11th uh, year doing this. And uh, we're, we're going to move right into the first week of December, which is a challenging time probably for some people because it's during the holiday season and you know, people had to go you know, places for like Thanksgiving, like the week before. That could be problematic. But I'm hoping it won't be a big deal. And it should be great for the vendors. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, holiday shopping is, is like really, really good time for that. Yeah. But I've done other events um, last year or not this last year, but the year before that Midwest Game Fest landed that same weekend, the weekend after Thanksgiving weekend, and uh, did really well. And they're um, up the road in Kansas City. So, I mean, it wasn't really uh, a huge, different, a hugely different market. I mean, some obviously, but a lot of them come down here and a lot of us go up there. It's, it's, it's fine. Uh, and, and we did. <laughs> and it was fun. It was fun. And, and they've got one coming up uh, in April. Um, yes. Vanessa, are you going to make it this year? That is a fantastic question. I do have time off approved from work. <laughs> nice. So it just kind of depends on other things. Huh? It depends uh, on money. If you've never been, Midwest Game Fest is uh, handled by our friends up in the Kansas City. That it's been in Independence, Missouri. It's where it's at this year. Um, at uh, what is that hotel? It's a really lovely hotel. Um, uh, what was it? Stony hotel? something. Stony Creek. It, it wasn't it. Something. Yeah, something like that. It's. Uh, but it's. It's going to be. Uh, on April 18th through 21st this year. It's a four-day event. And so Thursday through Sunday, uh, badges are available now. On If you go to like midwestgamefest.org, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can drop by and uh, pick up your badge, check out what the schedule is starting to look like now, and it's only going to get you know, bigger, more, you know, it'll be filling out more. And they've always got a lot of great events. We have a good time whenever we go. And um, I'll be there. I know that. Jonica and I will be there because uh, uh, I'll, I'll be a guest of honor. Um, they always have me out to do stuff because I'll, I can run games and talk, you know, demo some of the games I've I've designed and, you know, because I run a convention and write a book, I guess, or something. I don't know, whatever, whatever he thinks it makes me a guest of honor. But I'll take it, whatever. And my wife comes out and sells tea all weekend, which, um, you know, that's how you get your fix now in the spring if you are always one who waits for Sonomicon in the fall because they've moved this from a fall or winter, fall winter convention, fall convention to a spring convention. And that's what they're planning to stick with for now. So, uh, yeah, come out and... uh out and see us. That'll be a lot of fun. And that's coming up, like I said, in April, April 18th. So that's right after you guys, right? Right after. Yeah, your, uh, right after tax season. Tax season deadline. Which, um, but that's good, though. I mean, that yeah. means you could do it. You just got to be able to travel up there. Um, you should think about joining us this year, Rich, if you can. I, it was a lot of fun last time. I'll think about it. It's harder, but not hard for me and Vanessa to get time off together. I get you. Yeah. Uh, Stony Creek Hotel and Conference Center Independence, Missouri. That's it. I had to look it up. And uh, yeah, I haven't, uh, I haven't looked at what's on the schedule for the most part. I've been really focused on trying to get TsunamiCon launched. I need to get some games or something listed though. Uh, they had really cool games last time. It was super fun. I did the Vanessa thing where I put a game in every single slot. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> but 
uh, you know, uh, still, and it's in the conventions a, a similarly sized to Sonomicon. It was a little bigger last year than we were, and uh, they fared coming out of the pandemic a little hotter than we did. But they've uh, got a lot of great years, you know, building these kind of events, and uh, the experience really shows. You know, um, Brad, the guy that runs it, is really really cool. He and the the guild there uh, do a lot, put a lot of work into it, and uh, several of them will come down to Sonomicon in you know our part of the year. Yep. <laughs> it's now a different part of the year. Yeah, and, he was uh, in one of the there. games that I was in at Sonomicon. Oh yeah, definitely good. He people. was in the Dread yeah. game. It was really cool. That's that's cool too because yeah, I mean so many times was that worn by Matt or like yeah, yes. run yeah, who is also one of their people I think yeah um, and he uh, but yeah uh, Brad always he used to come down every year and just run Shadowrun games like Shadowrun games all weekend that well, was all he would do he would just come out and run like seven slots of Shadowrun um, yeah I, I'm kind of glad he plays more now. <laughs> I've seen him do it at his own convention too. Play games at his own convention, run games at his own convention. After a while, he decided that that was getting to be really hard. I'm like, really? Took you this long to figure that? I, I, I never, <laughs> never. I, I don't even know what you're even thinking. But of course, again, he's got a he's got a bigger volunteer base. You know, he's got more people there that show up every year than we usually do. So um, he isn't quite as swamped um, as I usually am. And I'm not complaining. You know, I just I just enjoy doing the convention and I enjoy getting to spend that weekend with everybody and hang out and have a good time and know that every all of my friends and our community are all having yeah. a good time. You know, that's that's oh, yeah. rewarding in and of itself. It has to be because, you know, I ain't getting rich. Um, <laughs> I've showed rich. up every year. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I guess I am getting rich, <laughs> come to think of it. But not in the way I'd like. I mean, no, I don't. That sounds bad, too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's a thing, though. Uh, Tsunami Con currently scheduled for December 6th through 8th. We got a long ways to go before we get there. Uh, there are some early VIG badges available. I'll have to close that down soon. It's just a way to kind of get our fundraising started with a lot of our, you know, heavy handed, heavy hearted supporters. I, I don't know. I, people that I really might, care. I might have just purchased mine in the last like 30 seconds. Uh, so, oh, that <laughs> <laughs> I means my number's lower than yours this year. Yes. Oh, God. Mostly because I forgot. Uh, the first thing I always do whenever I set up the convention, this is, I mean, apropos of nothing, right? The first thing I always do is buy my first, is is, is assign myself a badge. You know, it, it, somehow it makes sense that I should be badge number one in the system, right? Yeah. And this year, between the time I set up the convention and remembered to buy my badge, Aaron jumped in there and bought badge number one. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> That's hilarious. Rolando did it one year too, so it's not the first time it's happened to me, but it is hilarious. Um, I don't, I don't begrudge them that. Obviously, I mean, my VIGs mean a lot. I'm always excited to um, see everybody come back every year. Pete already got his badge. Um, I know uh, uh, some of the uh, Arkansas folks have already kind of picked up theirs, which I'm always excited to see that they're going to make it another year. You just yes. never know if you have to travel that much, you know, what to expect. Um, uh, Jim, of course, Joe got his badge. I'm, I'm really, I, I mean, we got so long to plan. I'm really not able to guess what the convention is really going to look like this early, but I definitely want to um, focus a little bit on bringing things to the, bringing some energy to the con that I haven't been able to in the last couple of years. I think coming out of the pandemic was really hard. Um, our first year back, which was at the same um, hotel, we're going to be at the Drury, um, the Broadview downtown again, across from Century 2. And that first year back was uh, so hard on us because the attendance was way down. Um, if, 
ironically, vendors vendor numbers were up and attendees were down. So it was like we brought more money in, but there were fewer people there to enjoy the place and to spend money on stuff. Yeah. So it was it was a rough year. But coming back last year, the numbers were really strong. You know, so I mean we started growing again and we got a long ways to go to get back to our pre pandemic weight, but I think we'll do it I this really year. That restaurant too. I'm definitely considering getting a room this year. Get in on those buffets. The rooms are nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing with the oh, dude, that's the thing with the jury. Um, some of the juries, anyway. But it's a thing they do. They have this. Not only do they have a really great breakfast, but they have this that five thirty kickback they call it, or five o'clock kickback, whatever they call it, which is like a couple hours that they're serving a light repast <laughs> in the evening and like free cocktails. It's like okay, I can deal with this. Sure, I'm not gonna say no. Yeah, the funny thing is that the funny thing is that you got to remember to make time for it, like around your gaming schedule. If you're staying at the hotel, if you want to make sure and get dinner, <laughs> you say, hmm, maybe not get in that game that goes way long over time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, I think Mikey will be back. I I haven't because the date changed so radically. He really needs to kind of check with Jody and figure out exactly what is going on. You know, around the holidays, things are going to look like. Um, but he he thought his, the confidence is there. You know that he'd make it out. Um, I know it's a big deal to him. He definitely wants to be there for the convention every year. He's been a big part of Sonomicon, so we'll see what uh see what else we get going. But we got plenty of time to figure it out, and uh, we'll be talking about it all year long, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, we'll be opening uh, early vendor buys here before long. I'm just not rushing into this process. we got so long to plan. But I am already getting emails from people that, you know, from uh, new vendors even. You know, nice. hey, when can we buy vendor space? And I'm like, for December? <laughs> but people do plan out their year. Oh, yeah, you know, people, definitely. You know, I, I get it. Absolutely get it. Uh, we're actually going to be showing up at, um, there's a Hutch Comic Con in June Yeah, that um, we're going to be, we'll have a booth at and we'll be hanging out there. Um, I had uh, recently visited with uh, a gentleman who runs the uh, event at McConnell that they did last year. They're going to do it again this year. It's on base. So it's, you know, obviously a little less open to the public, I'd imagine, but because you got to have base access. Yeah. But uh, it's, uh, I want to say June 8th. I think. And so going to be in town for that in all likelihood. And, uh, might see about bringing you guys out to do some volunteer work. If you feel like it, just to kind of hang out. Cause it's just a one day thing. It's a Saturday, oh, yeah. you know, like six hours. We'll be there for a couple hours to set up a couple hours to, sh- to shut, to tear down and then drive back. So, you know, we can get it out in one day. It works well for us because it's only, which tells only not even two hours away where I'm now. So which is nice. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's all I know for sure coming up other than Midwest Game Fest, which is in April, like I said. So we're starting to kind of slot in dates slowly. And Jonica's excited to get out there and um, pedal some some tea. Uh, We had a really weird kind of like heavy business on the holidays. And January, we had like one of the best Januarys we ever had. And then like we, we, we held on to all of our gear for the tea company. Up until like the day we were moving, right? It was like some of the last things to get packed in case we had orders. And they, because we knew that it would be days before we would sort out orders if we got new ones. And then we got orders all the way up to like the 25th of January. We were still getting orders. And then <laughs> it went absolutely dead, nothing for like a month. We've never had a dead February before. It was like everybody knew we were moving or something. I did have one order this month that was a really good one, but it's someone we know and was patient about yes, getting stuff sorted and getting it to them. So, yeah. but uh, kind of funny though. I was like, if you want to buy tea, <laughs> I have inventory. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shop. So um, anything else you guys want to talk about? I I, I was going to kind of keep it short tonight because this we didn't really plan this, but my, my concern was, you know, we were already planning Tsunamicon for this year. We've been doing gaming stuff lately, but we didn't necessarily have a ton to talk about. 
Um, we'll have to kind of sit down and work on actual topics again for this year. I mean, 2024 is here and we've kind of, we're, we're kind of stumbling into it rather than running headlong into the fray. So kind of got to figure out uh, what is, what our priorities are going to be. We're looking at, uh, I, I've got some more Expo Street that I'll be rolling out that we've already recorded. So, you know, you'll be hearing stuff that we talked about six months ago at some point. Womp, womp. But, uh, but the shows are, you know, the shows are there. I just got a lot of post-production I still got to do. Uh, we ha- I had some, I, we had some big delays too because of major computer problems. I had to actually replace my, my yeah. Uh, yeah. rig at some point. And that's always an expense you never expect, particularly when you need things that will handle this level of audio processing and all the bells and whistles that I need for this shit. But I got myself a nice new laptop and uh, we're going strong. We're, we're back in the game, baby. Yeah. So work on that. Anything else you guys got? Is it, yeah. no. no, I think I think no. we got it covered. Yeah, it's um, it's it's not that late. If you guys want, we could do some board games that or something. Like fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> On that score, they you rushed me off the show. Um, yeah, yeah. Get some board game arena in. Yeah, right? is that, is that what it's called? Board game arena. Yeah, board game arena. One hundred percent recommend. Dot com. Dot com. Uh, so uh, yeah, thanks for spending a little time with us, and uh, we'll have better, more things to talk about days ahead. If you have any questions for us, uh, any topics you'd like us to discuss, any questions regarding your games, any stories you'd like to share, anything at all you want to say to us, um, try to be kind, please. Um, even if you are being heavily critical, we do pr- appreciate kindness. Feedback at prismatictsunami.com is a really good way to get a hold of us. That's feedback at prismatictsunami.com. Or you can drop by our Discord server and uh, chat with us there. And all that stuff's in the show notes. As well. Thanks for listening to episode two, number 295 of Metagamers Anonymous. Uh, my name is Eric. I'm Rick. And I'm Vanessa. And goodbye. And see you.